Peace and blessings and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. We are the 30 for 30 for independent artists and independent music. We are more than music. We introduce you to your future favorite artists today by giving you the opportunity to learn about their stories, their lives, and their understanding of life and purpose through an in-depth interview that shows that we are more than just music and rhymes and beats. We are the heritage of God's people and God's people produce hip-hop. So if our heritage is hip-hop, then we are God's heritage, and that heritage is the hip-hop culture. And we celebrate that one artist, one interview at a time, one understanding, and one perspective given at a time. This episode is brought to you by HeritageHipHop.com. Visit HeritageHipHop.com for in-depth interviews, podcasts, blogs, merch, and a varying understanding of how we see hip-hop culture. You can follow us not only on HeritageHipHop.com, but on all social media. But enough about that. Today, we go to Harlem, New York City to talk to Ken I Is, a woman that's not only found who she is, but expresses that to the world through lyricism, respect for hip-hop culture, and a love for life that goes unmatched when it comes to who she is and her wanting and desire to be free. This is a great interview. Take the time to subscribe to our social media to catch not only this, but her. Also, give us a five-star rating when you hear this, because this is going to be a classic. Without further ado, I bring to you Ken I Is, and I'll come back with the rest of my commentary after the interview. Peace and blessings. Welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. We are the 30 for 30 for independent artists and independent music, which means when you come here, not only do you get the beats and the rhymes, you get the story and perspective of the minds that push our culture forward. Because some people say hip hop is not a culture because others have taken the culture. But we're here to take it back because Heritage Hip Hop is more than music. And if you want more than music, make sure you like, subscribe and share this interview on YouTube and give us ratings. Give us a five star rating on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM or wherever you stream and get your information from Heritage Hip Hop. We are also on our own digital real estate, heritagehiphop.com, where we have exclusives for all members, so make sure you join us there. Now that we got that out the way, today's interview is about a person who innovates by living the moment, not only the perspective. And if you live by the moment, your perspective gets clarity, and with clarity, not only do you see life clear, but you live life to its best advantages. Absolutely. Please introduce yourself to the people. I am Can I Is C A N underscore I underscore I Z from New York City, single mom, hip hop, uh, legend. I'm a I'm a I'm a legend that people don't even know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> That's crazy. All right, so let's let's dig in. What let's part of New it. York you from? I'm from Washington Heights. Uh, that's by Sugar Hill, you know, um, Little Dominican Republic, 181st, 182, 183, all that is my stomping grounds. Okay. So your, your side of life is legendary already by itself. Word. If you know the history of Sugar Hill, you know that Sugar Hill not only was about money, it, right. was, about, it was about controlling territory. Absolutely. Now, territory by control out there wasn't about fear. It was about respect. Mm-hmm. Big on could, respect. Right. And if you couldn't get the respect, then there was a very big problem there. Absolutely. 
growing up in the era of respect, how did you gauge your own respect with whatever it is that you wanted to do to become the woman that you are? Um, first of all, first and foremost, like I'm, 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 I always been big on respect. My mother always taught us respect first before she taught us a lot of other things. Um, I'd rather a person respect me than love me. And how I, how I learned how, how, how I learned, I mean, I just came from it. I came from it. So I, I, I basically got it from my mom. You know, she used to always move in a way where you would respect her. You might, you might not have liked what she did, but she did it respectfully, you know? So as far as hip hop is concerned, like the reason that what makes me so different from other artists, I respect this culture. Like I respect my parents. You know what I'm saying? So I got to say, I got it from my mother. That's where it started. So she said, whatever you do in life, make sure you're respected. You might always not be loved, but make sure you're respected. So I move like that every day. Mm-hmm. And I teach it to my sons too. You know, so it's not, it's not what you do, it's how you do it. And that's the basis of what hip hop has always been. And today mm-hmm. I'm very, like, I love hip hop, but I don't think right. hip hop loves itself. It doesn't. The way we see it. Yeah. What generation are you from? What year were you um, born? Not the age you. Uh, well, I was born in 1986. Okay. Um, I'm 35. I was, okay. I was, I was, uh, in the mix of the height of one of the height, the, the height time, the height and times of hip hop. Like when it was real lyricists and you know, you would get beat up. If you came mm-hmm. to a cypher with some junk, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? If mm-hmm. you stepped into a cypher in Harlem downtown on 125th Street and you would say it's some bullshit, they would beat you up for that. Well, that, that that's something that we could go into, actually, because <laughs> it's not even about beating people up. I'm going to ask you this. Hip hop started in the Bronx, right? Absolutely. Well, Harlem is the biggest fluid hip hop has ever had. Mm hmm. So why is hip hop so anti-Harlem when everybody wants to be Harlem on the low? I don't even know. I don't know what that's about. I mean, they saying that like Harlem, like Harlem was represented by Cameron. I think it it, it 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 was he played a big part in the hip hop game as far as Harlem is, is is concerned. But it goes way back further than that. You know what I'm saying? And um, I don't think Harlem gets enough. You know, it doesn't get put on the map as much as it's supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't know, but I, w- I come from an era of real lyricists. Like nowadays, uh, it's no creativity. It's no concepts. It's no individuality. Nobody's unique. Every song that I hear sounds like the same song that I heard. It's just like one ongoing record. You know what I'm saying? So. Okay, well, so wait, 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 let's do that. Let's take it back to the beginning that we could come up with, because you could, we could teach me something. Yeah. And then let's bring it to today with your music. Right. My understanding of Harlem hip hop starts from mob style. Right, right. Nobody right. talks about mob style the way Nobody they need. Nobody talks about mob style. Now we talk about the paid in full movie, but we never talk about mob style. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Understood. I just did an interview with DJ Yella, salute to the legend. And I talked about how mob style kind of approached NWA back in the day. Really? That really? story. You, you, 
You teaching me something right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the way the story goes is mob style got at NWA because NWA was fake gangsters. And I know that, or the, and, so they said. And um, I remember back in the day, New York didn't really mess with LA because of the color song. So right, it was like, y'all right. wearing red and blue and y'all killing each other. That's stupid. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. So Mob Style was like, that ain't gangster. That's corny. So I remember Mob Style had an album called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And they dissed in WA. Right. And, I, and I, from what I understand, there was a show at the Apollo. And, you know, Harlem was like, get the hell out of here, basically. Right, right. So on the Niggas for Life album, classic album by NWA, Easy mm-hmm. E, on the song Real Niggas had a, um, a, a verse. That I found out was later written by another person, of course, because mm-hmm. but in the rhymes, he said, The good, the bad, the, the, it's the good, the bad, the ugly. You see, a little street motherfucker, you know me. And people were saying he was right. doing that mob style on that verse. Was AZ AZ was a part of mob style, right? Yeah, he the head, he defeated leader. Yes. Okay, 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 okay. Let's so, go. My understanding of hip hop when it comes to Harlem was that. Say that. Then Say that. I got then I got into Big L. And Children of the Corn, Bloodshed, McGruff, and them. So when you hear that the paid in full story was the beginning of the drug dealing story of hip hop, then Harlem is hip hop. (laughs) Or hip hop is emulating Harlem. Harlem, absolutely. But but everybody wanted to go their own way and tell that story. So then when you get an MC from Harlem, it seems like you're getting someone with a chip on their shoulder who has something to say, but wants to make sure you know where they're from. Tell me about right. that attitude. Like, 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 legit. like, they have, like they have something to prove. That's what you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe because, you know, a lot a Harlem is slept on a lot. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a specialness to Harlem rappers. We, we a lot, we a lot different than other rappers and we take shit a lot more personal too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's all about, image in Harlem. So I guess we go hard to prove ourselves first before anything else. You know what I'm saying? But was it Harlem the creators of Black innovative thought, like the Harlem Renaissance, poetry, writing, Absolutely. Langston Absolutely. Hughes, Zora Neale Hurston, Alec Baldwin? Yeah. Absolutely. So, so when you take that into the era of Malcolm X, Say that. Duke Ellington, yes, Red, Red Fox, Bumpy mm-hmm. Johnson, were and the lady, you know who the lady is. If you take it to that way and you go into the influence of what hip hop is, the most special thing about Harlem has always been creativity. Absolutely. How do you continue the creative line of Harlem to make your hip hop different yet necessary for hip hop to survive? It's natural for me, bro. It's not even about where I'm from. This is God given my gift. And I'm just mm-hmm. speaking for me as an individual. This gift that I got is for me. I don't feel like um, the history of, of, of Harlem is it like developed my flow. I feel like this is very personal. This is mine. Um, that, that's just how I feel. Like I'm really, I'm really nervous when it comes to interviews too. So work with me. Like I could perform for days, but when it comes to interviews, I like, you know what I'm saying? I'm human. Good. But Good. I just um I don't I don't I don't think like the history had anything to do with with, with me personally as an artist. My creativity, I could wake up, like I, I wake up with 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 50 songs on my mind a day, different concepts. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? I've been creative since I started. I woke up at nine years old and I told my mother I can rap. 
she blew me off. She was like, no, go in your room. You know, she was having a drink with friends. And I'm like, mom, I really could do this. And I started coping with shit that I was dealing with in my life through rhymes. I was rhyming when I was giving birth to my son. That's how wow. it, it kept me more con, con, it kept me more contained than epidural. Like mm. I made a song about giving birth to my son while giving birth to my son. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. So I respect that. Like you know, creativity has just always been something I've been blessed with. Like my mom is crazy, so you know that that I don't I don't think the creativity comes from any history or whatever influences. Like I I just was I, I was I was born with this shit. You know what I'm saying? But isn't that historical? Because if you look it at the con- if, if you look at the context of who you are, right. your spirit was alive before your body came. What talk that brother? So. If your spirit was alive, then that gift was always there. Like you said, it had to wake up. Yes. And then when it awoken, that's when the new you started. That's called baptism. Right. Gotcha. Got <laughs> so you, you were see? baptized in talent. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. So I'm looking, I'm thinking about the song. It's called Sensuality, right? Yeah. Now I see that song showed me there's a deeper side to you because you have range. Yes. Most people, when they rap or they rhyme, they're putting words together to either sound good or to stand out. But when a person puts a rhyme together to paint a picture, that's an artist. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tell me about art and painting pictures instead of being a word player who puts words together. Like how like what you mean? Like go go into depth with the question. Like what you mean? Tell me about how you use your art to paint the pictures instead of using oh, words to just God. to look good. Like, like uh I like first what before I even write the rhyme, like I'll see whatever's going on as a movie. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and I'll just like put it on paper. Like I just know how to do it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like sensuality. I don't think a lot of rappers could have caught that beat. Hmm. Pull us up a city, but the city's all go. You know what I'm saying? We be getting dizzy. I'm a fucking dizzy, dizzy. Put the blazer to the back. Like, yo, I just, I hear the beat and then I see the movie. You know what I'm saying? I see the movie hmm. and, and and the next thing I do is, 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 is put it on paper. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just know how to do that. I could really create art, live with my words. Like, I just know how to do that. I just know how to do it. I don't know no explanation except that I, I really am good at doing shit like that. All you right. know? Let's take this in a different way then. Yeah. You're female. Yes. God, God bless the females because a lot of yeah. people in Western civilization don't appreciate the female voice for what it is. As a, as a woman, not a female, let me get that right. As a woman. Right. Gosh, brother. You have certain gifts that the modern eye can't see. And you have certain talents that the spiritual eye will appreciate. Why do you think, why do you think it's more important now in the age of technology for a woman to use her voice than to just be a voice or used for her voice? Let me tell you something. We have to save the youth of these young women that are coming up now. They over-sexualize music. Mm. They have these women insecure. 
they have these women wearing these waist things that's tearing up their insides. We have to have more leaders, women leaders, who's not showing breasts and 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 and, and, and you know over sexualizing things. We need this in this era. We need some true lyricists with a real message to save the youth of the women. The youth of the little girls, these little girls is lost. They need some women leaders. We have to come together. I could have been said, you know what? I'm not doing this no more. I feel like the game is crying for my knowledge and maturity. You know what I'm saying? It's self-respect. We need to teach these young women strength, self-respect, self-love. And if you have a talent to reach them, I feel like you should use that fully to get to the youth, to get to the youth, not only limited to young girls, but young men as well. You know, if you got the talent, I feel like you should use it wisely and not say a bunch of dumb shit. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying not only to make music you can dance to, but music you can learn to, you know? Entertainment, we used to call that back in the day. Yeah. The thing is though, unfortunately our culture allows people to dictate to us who a leader is and who a leader yeah. is not. Yes. And music, music is so basic. It's primordial. It's primal. It's it's, it's, yes. it's basic. And God bless everybody who does it and uses it to the best of its ability. But unfortunately, we have people who will say, well, Jay-Z is the leader of the Black community, and he's not. Nah, at we'll all. We'll have people go rush to talk to Ice Cube, Jay-Z, Rick Ross, Cardi B, respect to all of them, but they're not the people who fight the forefront of the mind, they produce a thought through the entertainment spectrum. Absolutely. If we're going to save people, in your opinion, how do we feed the mind instead of attacking the conscience of our people? It gotta... Man, you just gotta be consistent with more music, with messages. You know what I'm saying? Consistency. You know, like somebody will make a track that'll make a positive influence and then you won't hear nothing for a while. You got to be consistent with that knowledge. We need some consistency as far as reaching the youth, the, pe the people, period. Like, we got a lot of dumbass rappers on the radio and they consistently rotate it over and over and over again. And it, it, it kills the brain cells of, 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 of everybody that listens. We need consistent people that's going to push the right message. It's nobody out there pushing the right message. They put more promotion, more publicity on the dumb shit. We need a consistent flow of positive messages, true brain food to feed the masses so that they could get their mind out of this shit that's going on right now. Nobody's consistently doing that. That's why I respect what you're doing because you know what? With you, lyrics matter. Yeah. Lyrics matter. You see my shirt. These lyrics matter. Your lyrics matter. Your lyrics are power. Utilize your power the right way. You know, I'm not saying that sometimes I don't get on a track and have fun and say a couple curses and maybe some new slang words, but I also have an influential positive song to match that. Every dumb track, I don't have too many tracks where I'm not saying nothing. You know what I'm saying? I recently got on a track with, um, I'm not going to say his name, but he's a young boy in the, in the crew. I mean, he's a young boy in, in the um, industry. And um, 
he got on the track and, you know, he was going, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this shit these kids be doing now. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't even, like, get on that level. I had to come how they come, but intelligent. Of course. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I was speaking Spanish. Like, the reaction I got from them once I finished recording my verse was like, I was a t- some type of alien because I made sense. That's scary. That's scary to me. It was like I was, I was, I was the, that was the, the, uh, the black sheep because I made sense. I rhymed the same way uh, with the auto tune, uh, all that, but I made sense. And it was silent when I came out the booth. And I'm like, how is making sense so not common now? You know why? Why? We've we been bamboozled into the biggest trick that people believe. Say that. And the trick is that we're free. This is a question I ask everybody. I like to get your an, an understanding of it. Do you know the difference between liberty and freedom? Nah, tell me, brother. I mean, I, I think I do, but put well, me Tell on. me what you think. Let me know what you think. Let's, let's dialogue. I mean, you know, uh, I I just I just want to hear your 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 backing on that, like okay. like you know what I'm saying. I would liberty, love to hear. Liberty is the ability to do something with rules. Freedom is the ability to do something with choice. <laughs> so everybody wants to be led, but nobody wants to be free. So why is everybody fighting for liberty instead of being free? Because free means freedom of knowledge, freedom of absolutely. What, what we used to call it back in the day, knowledge yourself. Know your, yeah. three, know, know, know your 360 degrees of elevation and education, absolutely, absolutely. knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and so on, right? Now, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding have been uh, replaced by Google me. Mm-hmm. And being that everything is Google, why do you have to make sense if you don't need context, mind theory, and clues? to be pro- proactive or productive Absolutely. by their rules, which is liberty. Right. You know, in school, they used to teach um, perspective. Mm-hmm. Remember when you was in school and they'd be like, they show you something, they'd be like, what did you see? What? And yeah. like, I saw a car accident. They'd be like, okay, but did you see the girl on the corner, how she was scared? Did you see this? Did you see that? Did you notice what color this pe- person had on? Right. No right. one teaches how to survey the area no more. Everybody just lives right. like this. That's why everybody's getting hit yep, by cars and down. stuff. Looking down, yep. Exactly. So when you made that verse and you made sense, you gave them the core element that God gave us that that electronics turned off. Now was mm. mind power, perception, and elevation. Absolutely. You said lyrics matter on your shirt, right? Yeah. Does the pen matter? What you mean? Does the pen matter? Yeah, the pen matters. So then why are so many people forcing their songs and not writing down their legacies in their music, you think? Oh, man, nobody... I don't even see a pen at the studio no more. Isn't that crazy? Yes. I go to the studio, I don't even see pens. Yes. I still still write in my books. I have books everywhere. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. I got notebooks everywhere. My mother says it's a lifestyle. I live a notebook lifestyle. That's my life. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't even see pens at the studio anymore because everybody writes their rhymes in these. Mm-hmm. I think you have a different delivery when you write your rhyme in here uh, opposed to a pen and a paper. You know, I feel like if these children use the pen and the paper, their presentation will even be better. 
It'll well, be more filling in in the thing in in, in the verse. But think about this. You're a very intelligent woman. I could tell by how you wrong. Let me tell you more about yourself. It takes a special spirit to be a scholar and a scribe. No doubt. The most famous scribes we talk about are the hieroglyphics, right? Mm -hmm. So when hip hop got to this, that's where we lost our soul. Damn. Think about that. Damn. Think about it. Think I about love your conversation, brother. It's, <laughs> it's definitely, you know? Well, for everybody out there watching, this is Karev Heritage Hip Hop with Can yes. Is. Lyricist. Yes. And MC from Harlem, New York. Let's yes. go back to what we just said. Because think about it. Um, you're, 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 you're a writer, right? Yes. I'm going to ask you a common sense question. Here's a jewel for all the artists that's going to watch this. You write your lyrics, right? Everyone. Everyone. You rap your lyrics, right? Yes, sir. Your lyrics make you money, but when you, so when you speak them, right? Uh, yes. Can your lyrics write you, uh, make you money in a book? Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. So, so, then, you're, so then you can get paid two ways, because you could print Absolutely. your lyrics in a book and publish it, and then you could also put it out in music, which means Fact. you can sell a book, you can do an album, or you could couple them together as a bundle to teach a class. Perfect. Yes. That's the importance of an MC. This is right. why KRS-One is still here. Right. This is why DJ Yella has a book. One of my favorite MCs, Scarface, Rakim, they have novels. This right. is why it's important to write your lyrics. Because That's when the battery dies, so yes. there's the legacy and the memory of what you wrote down. Very well said, sir. No, this is what you show me. Yes. This is what you do. Think about this. As a, as a, as a, as a writer, Nina Simone said it's very important for the musicians or, or the artists of the world to reflect the world in which they live in. Yes. What have you found yourself writing about based on society that either bleeds through your pen or comes from your heart? Being gay. Being okay, talk gay. About it. Talk about it. So I come from an era where being gay wasn't accepted in the industry. So I won a whole lot of competitions that I lost. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, I was the best in the room, but I never got picked. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the reason why I'm doing it now is because I can be me more now mm -hmm. and feel more confident. And now it, I'm to the point in my life where I don't give a fuck what you think about me. You're going to respect my talent because I'm too good at this shit for you not to. Excuse my language. But, but, but isn't it weird that people would shut you down for being gay? But yeah, gay people always ran the game in the first place. Yes. Yes. Talk about it that as no in your perspective. Sense. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It I does. did a, It makes sense. Yes. It doesn't make sense because gay people run so many things, but but if if that's the case, like I feel like I would have been on even younger. I started this shit at nine, and I've mm -hmm. always been a, a masculine dresser, you know. Mm -hmm. And I would show up to these events, you know what I'm saying, and I would kill the stage mm -hmm. and still not get picked. But the person that's judging me is gay. One of the judges is gay, and I don't make it because they they see that I'm gay. That's crazy to me, bro.
this is why it makes sense. Because if people weren't ready to be who they are and out in the open, they have to keep up a facade. Say That's that. why we have secret societies and secret what? groups and gatekeepers. What? Because everybody, what? like I said, everybody's liberal. They had their libertarians and not uh, under freedom. freedom. There is right. no freedom. So while everybody teaches, this is the land of the free and the home of the brave. Right. Yet the person who the person who inspired that said, "Give me liberty or give me death." Damn. He didn't say make me free or let Thank me die. You. I got you. DMX said, "Let me fly or give me death," which is freedom. Mm-hmm. Our mm-hmm. people talk about freedom. But the people in power need to stay in charge, so they talk about liberty. Liberty, got you. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You gonna have me write a song on this shit tonight? Hey, just give me, some, <laughs> just give me a shout out. That's all. You know what I'm saying? That's what I asked for. <laughs> yeah, I so love it. So let's talk about where beats meets bars, because that's where we actually met and spoke. Yes, brother. Competition and performance is one of the lost arts of hip hop on the mainstream, but in the underground or the independent artists, which most artists aren't independent, they fucking lying, but independent artists need that performance and they need that that stage because that's the only way they can really touch the people. Tell me about a time you perform and touch somebody and it elevated your, your, your rhyming or your technique so you become a better artist. Wow. Um, that happened a lot of times. Um, I'm gonna say this when I did the Apollo and, uh, I did the Apollo in 2009. Mm -hmm. I did the Apollo and, I I did a rhyme about, um, I did a rhyme about my son. Mm -hmm. And when I, I, I usually perform with my eyes closed. And when I opened my eyes, something told me to open my eyes while I was on stage. Uh, and I opened my eyes and I saw a girl crying. And I, I thought she was crying. You know, I was trying to still perform, but at the same time, you know, peep while she was crying. And then after the show, she told me that she had just lost her child. And what I said in my rap made her feel her child's spirit again. Wow. And she lost her child to gun violence. And I remember I said, he believed in me, deceiving me, true enough is deceiving me, get rid of him repeatedly, recommended so frequently, easily never seem to see what this fetus is mean to me till his piece of machinery put his face on the screen for me. And mm. when she said that to me, I'm like, that was the deepest shit that anybody ever said to me, like words are so powerful. And she made me respect my own craft more. Like she made me step up my own self-respect. And like, Mm -hmm. it, it, it enabled me to just keep getting better and better. I'm like, if I can make a person feel like their deceased child is in the room, Mm -hmm. I could do anything with these words. I could do anything with these words. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, I could change so much shit, especially when I'm focused, you know? And sometimes mm. I be more focused than others. But when mm. I focus and I zero in from my heart, like when I bleed through this pen, it's, it's crazy. Your son, I heard you say, I saw you say, your son is your most favorite person in the world. In the world, in the world. Your son played football, right? Yes. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I, I think I've seen something of your son before. Yeah. Your son 
Were you on World Star before? Uh, I don't know. I, I I haven't seen it, so I'm gonna say no. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were. Right. <laughs> I think you were. But this is why I brought that up. When you love someone or something, it bleeds into everything you are. Yes. And because most people don't know what love is, nothing bleeds. They all put on facades. Remember, right. if you look at the word facade, it means face aid. They need yeah. help finding their face. Yes. Because they're yes. not being real. Yes, sir. Billy Danzy said, a liar is a person who's unhappy with who they really are. That's why they make a world where they could be them, who they, who are they or not, and get mad at you because you're not accepting the lie and you're seeing them for who they truly are. Hey, real shit, real when, stuff. When you talk about your love for music, when you talk about your love for your son, you know you smile in a way that's different than when you yeah. see you notice yes. that, right? Yes, yes. And when you perform, you close your eyes because you lose yourself in the beat to give the crowd your soul. Yes. How does Amen. a woman, a mother, and an artist protect their soul from a world that's fighting to be liberty or libertarian instead of free? And not free. What? Oh, that is crazy. See, you get deep on me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Next time I'm going to be prepared. But I just, I, I got to, um, I don't know. I don't know how 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 to be a how do you say it a lib the lib how do you say it how libertarian. Do you, how do you, I don't know how to be that. Mm -hmm. I only know how to be free. Mm. I guess that's why people put so many limits on my life. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like to, to to things beyond my control because I don't know how to be a liberal. Say it again. Libertarian. Libertarian. I don't know how to do that. All I know is how to be free. And I think that protects my soul in itself mm. because I'm such an open book and I'm just honest with who I am and I'm proud of who I am. I mean, I don't have a success story, but I am a success. Damn right. You feel, mm -hmm. you feel me? Yeah. And um, I think that alone holds me down. You know, I don't do no extreme meditating or, you know, I don't wear a bunch of stones. I think me comfortable with being me is what protects me. Mm. Mm. I just don't, I just love being me. I love who I am. I learned to love myself. And that was freedom in itself. You know? So I could step into mm. a room with a bunch of people with masks on and I and I and I have no mask. And I think God sees that and protects those type of people. You Listen, know? That means no facade. She doesn't need nope, aid and make her face. No mask, no corona mask. I got that corona mask on. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. Yeah. So let but me I ask you this. Wait, wait, let yeah. me ask you this. Because you found your face. But you know what? When people start picking up the pen and being MCs or writers or people who make beats, they're influenced. Who influenced you? Oh, my God. Bahamadia. Bahamadia. I love Bahamadia. Queen Latifah. I love mm -hmm. me some Queen Latifah. Um... Rakim Nas was like when when he did uh backwards it changed my whole lyrical mind frame it was like you know what I'm saying when he when he told the story from end to beginning it was just oh my god and then when Biggie died I'm gonna tell you the day Biggie died I got on my knees and I said God 
please let me inherit his lyricism. I wow. said, give it to me, God. I was praying for his lyric lyrical ability, like praying, wow. you know, and I think he kind of answered it. You know what mm. I'm saying? Cause it the like, uh, oh man, I just, I just, man, it's it's some greats out there that people don't even know their names. And I'm like, you never heard of Bahamadia? You never heard of, and they're like, no clue. And I'm like, they missed out on such artists. Like, I, I'm just, I'm just proud of the era I came from because I learned from some great music, you know. All right, so the let's test, let's test your yeah. ear. Oh my God, I could go on and on. Let's test your ear then. Tell me about collage. Collage, man, I am bad with names, brother. You say you Bahamadia fan. Oh, you talking about, uh, I thought you meant an artist named no. Collage. Oh, Bahamadia oh. Collage. Tell me about Collage. Oh, see, 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 me and you could talk Bahamadia. I could bring up the albums with you. <laughs> yeah, wait. Hold on, wait. I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. Hold on. I got to hear it because I, I, I'm a real big Bahamadia fan. All right, so look, let's let's break it down. Let's go, let's go. I'm going to go one song at a time with you, all right? Yes. What did Three the Hard Way did for you when it came out? Okay, hold on. You're going to rock the um, motherfuckers like three the hard way. Yeah, yeah. That song? Yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. All right, so tell me about how that song rocks you, because Bahamadi is different. She is. She is. Collage, um, Collage was her first album. Came out in 1996. Got you, got you, got you. See, I didn't know the name of the album, but I definitely... Three the hard way? Let me see. Yeah, this is my joint. Yeah, this is my joint. Hold yeah. up. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. That's it. Hold up. All right, we got cut. I want no I, I, I infringements. No infringement. No infringement. That, that's timeless music right there. You feel yes, me? You can play today. That's when you know you're a lyricist. When you can play your song thirty years later, and it feels the. Beating down these other rappers. Mm -hmm. That is pure talent, bro. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want to do. That that when I seen her, I'm like, yo, we could play this in the year 2000 when we thought Y2K was gonna end the world. I said, well, listen, we could play this <laughs> when we was putting water in the closet. <laughs> I said, yo, listen, Y2K, she still could bang this shit. And, and kill half, if not all, of these rappers on the radio. That's what I want to do. I want to be able to make tracks that you could play in 2055 and be like, yo, this is hotter than the shit that's playing right now. You know, what's, you know what's sad? And I'm going to bring, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come off what you said. After the Bahamadia era, right? Do you know how many female or women MCs, some people call them femcs, I call them MCs. You know how many great women artists came out that the game does not acknowledge? Yo, it's ridiculous. Me. That's how I feel about my story. Talk about it. Own <laughs> it. Own it. Look, take you it. Me. I met I met a I met a woman who's I mean fan like I I I I'm so she's so dope to me. I almost got like a a, a, a fan crush on her. Her See, name is Ty Phoenix. He mm. comes from that line. There's a woman named Star. Star is favorite um, MC. I think is Redman. She rhymes. Star is incredible. Wow. I met um the Honey Dark. Mm -hmm. She's from I think Brooklyn. Okay. So, and then I met you. 
and girl, oh no, we outside was the song I heard. Yeah. And when I heard the delivery on We Outside, I was like, you know that face. Like, okay, like, like, like somebody's here not just to do music. Somebody's here to change your perception of how music can be done. Yes. What do you think people are missing that makes their music not done? Just it's oh my god, what happened to passion? It's no passion. It's no passion. All I hear is, let me do this for money. I'm going to get this bag. And that's all I care about. I don't want to, yo, it's not that I don't want a bag, but I'm not in it just for the bag. If I don't do this, I feel like I will expire. This is my life. You mm. know what I'm saying? This is how I cope. This is how I ex exist. It's no passion. It's no mm. passion. You know what I'm saying? Without this, I don't exist. I feel like this is my oxygen. Okay. If I don't do this, I'm not breathing correctly. I need wow. uh, some help breathing. All this, right. this is okay. Look, look, look. I, I'm with you on that. So, damn, I just lost my question because you just said no, something okay. great. Passion, right? Passion. Yeah. Shout out to the girl gang. Yes. Passion. Uh. All right. Lauren Hill is the definition of passion to me. Yes, she is. I love her. You know how you say a person could disappear and come back? When you heard her King's Disease too, what did it do for you? Oh, my God. She, my, my dude, she said, yo, the, the verse was crazy. It is. The verse was crazy. Mm -hmm. the, yo, I don't even, I'm so overwhelmed because when I hear shit like that, it just makes me get all emotional. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. It was it was, I'm so woke, and y'all still not? Mm. You know? <laughs> like, mm, okay. she said they pressing me. I'm out here saving lives, and they pressing me to be on time. What? Mm -hmm. You feel me? I'm like, yo, did you hear that? She mm. letting you do this little shit y'all be stressing ain't nothing. Like, oh, my God. That, that, it was amazing. I loved it. I, I loved every minute of it. I kept playing it back and back and back. It just let me know, it, like, it, it, some people are still in touch. Well, because the, the music is not as diverse on the mainstream level, we get oversaturated. I'm not well, mad at Cardi B. I'm not mad at Meg Thee Stallion. I'm not mad at the City Girls. I really don't care. I'm happy they're able to make lanes to feed their families. Absolutely. But we do need to hear the Kenaises of the world. Yes. We do need to hear the common woman who has something to say. You and your rhyme style is the type of music that the average person can elevate from average from. Fuck I appreciate so you for that. Thank you, brother. That was I, so sweet. I'm waiting to hear your complete album, though. A complete yeah. project. Tell yes. me, is that coming? Where where you are? Yeah. Where are you in that process or what? I got uh, I got a whole bunch of things going on. I got a she album. Uh, sisters helping each other. Sisters holding each other down. I have everything woman based. The girl gang album is dropping. I'm trying to do it 2022. Um, mm. my 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 independent project probably gonna come the end of December, and I'm having a showcase at Outlander Art Gallery, brother. I would love you to come on December 4th at okay. 7 p.m. Um, okay. Basically, you know, 
shit y'all didn't hear. You okay. know? Um, Outlander Act, uh, Outlander Art Gallery, 126 Monticello Avenue. I'm having a showcase there. Um, I'm definitely going to put this project together and try to get my own album out by the end of December. Um, but January 2022, that's when all the Girl Gang projects are going to drop. So just keep keep tuned to it. We're working it out right now. It's only us. We are completely independent. You know what I'm saying? We got a whole that's bunch a of whole... friends. <laughs> we, we got a whole bunch of friends when we throw the, the gatherings. Everybody comes. But when we need help putting this shit together, it's quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, talk about it. Talk about it. Yeah. You know? So I, I, I mean, that's the beef I have with people when they be like, some people be like, yeah, this person's an independent artist. And I'm like, they're not independent. Well, all they have is a distribution deal. Like, that's a deal. That's not independent, right? <laughs> independent. Yes. Independent means you do it all yourself. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we making ends meet. We 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 trying to level out. We trying to balance our music. We're raising our children. It's a whole bunch of single mothers. We got single mother female producers. We are all women doing this. Well, you, you know, know what I want? I want to meet you all and do a showcase on all of y'all on here. I think Please. that would be dope. I would love to Please. do that. Brother, because... I want to work with you, period. Like, and I don't work with a lot of people, but I would love to get into it. You know what I'm saying? The music with you, like, definitely. Okay. Well, we could be look, this is only beginning a beginning conversation. I'm not bougie. You don't gotta be billboard top 100 to talk to me. So we talk to each other for like what two weeks now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I always answer the message. There's no there's no no good question. Yeah, your vibes is everything, yo. I appreciate you. Same let's let's, uh, I think we got uh, a couple more minutes to go before we end this out. So let me ask you about a couple more questions about well, you more than more than anything. The competition you were in with Beats Me's Bars to me was kind of interesting because the person that you were in the finals with is a very respected lyricist. Absolutely. Very respected artist. Yes. For someone to come out of nowhere and to put it into a tie right? they go into the final round, that's a statement maker. Yes. Because that makes people go, Okay, that's special. Absolutely. When you go toe to toe with a known and you walk away with that respect, how does that elevate you f- for the next song or the next performance? I, you know what it makes me do? It makes me like, I want to do it again so I could win this time. Okay. Like, I want to do it again. I, I feel like the first time it being a tie was dope as hell. I feel like that was my own little personal win, mm-hmm, <laughs> especially as a female. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I know, you know, and Pete, and, and the brother is an amazing artist. I'm a super fan, a mm-hmm. super fan of his. You know what I'm saying? So to even be standing there with him because I'm listening to his songs before I even got there, mm-hmm. it was like, okay, I gotta make this shit count because if I don't, it's just gonna be another rap competition that he won. I'm like, nah, I got least I got I got lights a fire under this guy ass a little bit. And the fact that it was a tie was my own personal win. Like, because the last verse, he killed it. He killed it. At that point, I was already washed up. I was tired. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. So when they said it was a tie, I'm like, nah, this ain't this ain't it. Nah, this ain't it. But the fact that I did last that long and came out of nowhere and I'm a female, I feel like that's a win in itself. 
Okay. And let me tell you something. I haven't done a show in about two years because I took a little hiatus for my kids. That was okay. my first show in mm. two years. Okay. So, you know, to come back like that against such a great lyricist, like, I, 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 I'm, it, it made me ready. Like, I'm like, feed me, feed me, feed me, feed me. You know? So it definitely kick-started off the beast in me. It kick-started it off. Well, I'm going to make you a promise. Uh, for everybody who doesn't know, Heritage Hip Hop brings out playlists. We have two playlists that we just put out on the play, on, on platform. One mm -hmm. was the best. It's called The Art of Story Rhymes Part 1. It's only about people who rap story rhymes. That's it. I do that, yes. And every now and then I put out the Heritage Hip Hop playlist with a number. We're on playlist number nine. Number we nine. highlight... Yeah. Independent and mainstream artists should show the new music that's coming out that we like, or I like, because mm -hmm. I do mm -hmm. it. I'm putting you on this, the 10th one. Yes. For a reason. Because I want to break you in my market. I'm, in, I'm from Jersey. I, I, I respect, yeah. I, I represent Jersey 100%. You know what I'm saying? But I love this culture so much that I don't just be like, Jersey only. You know what I'm saying? Right. For those of you who don't know, Heritage Hip Hop is cover artists from Austria, Australia, Japan, um, Switzerland, France. I'm right. worldwide with hip hop. Right. And I believe you deserve that opportunity as well. Yay, thank you, brother. I would definitely love that. So out of the songs that you sent me, I'm going to pick one. I ain't going to tell you which one it is. I, it don't even matter. And I'm going to invite, I'm going I'm to I'm give you information to someone who owns a radio station. So okay. So can give you a live interview on the radio. That'd be perfect. You deserve it. Because one thing, one thing in this world that people don't do, they don't say thank you and they don't say good morning. Right. So when you say good morning to a person, may you have a great day, a good day. Right. When you say thank you, most people think when you say thank you, it's because you gave me something. No. no. Thank you means I acknowledge you because you're alive. Yes. So I'm thankful for you. Absolutely. So I want to do that for you because I acknowledge that you're alive and I'm Thank thankful you, that you do what you do. Absolutely. So please give everybody your social media so they can know about your Yo, music. Like I said, C-A-N underscore I underscore I-Z. I just did that little papoose challenge. Thought I wasn't, what it was, I, I thought I was going to stop. Mm -hmm. Just come on, join me in this journey. Join me. You know, I got mad love. I'm always a good vibe. Come fuck with my music. It's worth a listen. It's worth more than that, but at least listen. Word. And with that being said, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the first part of the interview. Now we get to torture the guests. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> so the second part is called the rapid fire questions. They are not yes, no questions. These just show who you are, your depth of hip hop knowledge and what you do. So here's the first question. What song or album from another artist perfectly describes you? Nas, Illmatic. Ooh, how so? Because in that time, I was in them streets doing that same shit he was talking about. Mm. But a female. Mm, okay, I respect that. Number Question number two. What's the perfect hip-hop beat? Meaning if that person never came out with that beat, it would have been your first single. Dr. Dre, uh, what's that joint? Uh, 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 wait, wait, I hear it. Wait, damn, it's so fast. Hold on, rapid question. Um, doom, doom, doom. I, I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it. The Chronic album, but the 2001 one. Um, 
You know what I'm talking about? Explosive. Yes. There you, there you go. go. I'm my brother. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I used to eat that shit four times a day. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Explosive. Yeah. If you could cipher with three MCs, what would your dream cipher be? Big pun. Big L and Biggie. All big. All okay. big. Biggie, big pun, and big L. Okay. Question number four. I think Brooklyn represents hip-hop in a way nobody else does. And the reason why is because of the Crooklyn Dodgers song. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they were able to represent their borough and take it across all over the world. If you can make a Crooklyn Dodgers or the Harlem Dodgers, <laughs> who would be your three MCs from Harlem to represent Harlem and take Harlem across the uh, world? Me. Okay. Definitely Cameron. I okay. love him. Okay. Uh, definitely Cameron. And um, let me see. They not from Harlem. Can't Me and Cameron would kill that shit. Okay. <laughs> you got one more? Nah, I don't. Okay. Me and Cam would kill that. You and Cam, you're gonna make it a duo. Yeah, I'll make it a duo. All right. I think I think we fit as bar-wise, we fit. We don't need a third person. If you could hear your music anywhere, where would you want to hear it that was surprise and, and, and where would you hear it that would surprise you? Where would I hear my music that would surprise me? Yeah, like if you could hear it anywhere, where would you hear it? And you'd be like, damn, they playing me here? Wow. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's a good question. I'm trying to think why I would be that at, because anywhere I hear my shit, I'd be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> think of a place, like, I, if they play my shit at a funeral, I'm on the grass, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. Where I would go and hear it. Uh, okay, let me say this. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they played it at a school, you know, because certain things I make, you know, deserves that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Damn, where would I... You know what? Uh, I think if they was playing my joint at, like, a nursing home, I'd be a little surprised. But anything other than that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think I'm solid. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, let me see how we doing on time. Oh, perfect. All right. Here's my next question. How did motherhood make you a better MC? It made me grow up because I had a black male. Mm-hmm. So it made me be more conscious of what I wrote down on paper. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got three sons. I got custody of my sister kids. So I got three black men in my house mm-hmm. and I'm raising them as a single mother. Mm-hmm. So I have to be conscious and I have to be aware of what I write down. So it's, it stepped up my creativity because I said, I got to come out of bitches, guns and money. Mm. Okay. The Schaumburg is my favorite part place in Harlem. Huh? The Schaumburg is my favorite place in Harlem. Oh, the library. I love the Schomburg. Yeah. Because the Schomburg holds knowledge, 
history and the roots of our culture. Absolutely. Hip hop and more. Absolutely. What is the one lesson you learned in hip hop that gave you culture, history, and preservation for yourself? It's not easy to do this. And if you can do it, you don't take it for granted. You don't take it for granted. You could, this is a superpower. This is a superpower. If you know how to rhyme and you're really good at it, this is a whole superpower. I learned not to take it for granted. You know, mm. through listening to the KRS one and you know, the rock him, everything like, 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 like you gotta be careful how you use this, this weapon. Cause it could work for you or it can work against you. And that means you, your people, your, your generation, you could, it could work for you or it could work against you. Word. You know? Okay. Okay. We come down to the last three questions, ladies and gentlemen, and I um, want thank you for watching Heritage Hip Hop tonight. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, hit the like button, comment. Make sure you run this up on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM. Would appreciate it. I would appreciate Heritage Hip Hop. And make sure you go to the website for that merch and the members exclusives. Join us. You know what I'm saying? So last three questions. Let's 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 throw out a question just for me. How did you like being on Heritage Hip Hop? And would you recommend us to any other artists? My mother's calling. Wait. Okay, say it again. I said, how would I said, how did you like being on Heritage Hip Hop? And would you recommend us to any other artists? I love this vibe. It's it's just comfortable. You can be you. You know, it, you, you are super host, sir. You know, I, I I just, I love it. I love it. And I thank you for making me feel so comfortable to be myself. I would recommend it to every artist because you need this type of vibe. You're not scrutinizing me. You're not judging me. It's all love. And we need more love in the world. That's thank you fact. for your love, brother. Ah, uh, nah, nah. Thank you for being who you are. Like sure. I said, if you didn't make the music to, to get me to do this, then you would never have got these questions. I got you, brother. <laughs> It's hard interviewing some people, but when you like, yeah, you like the person, you know what you know what you get. You know. Yes. Second to last question, and the question is this: Whenever music is heard, you could break it down because of how it feels. You have people who say, "I just listen to the lyrics." You have some people who just listen to the beats. Right. I'll listen to the spirit of the song because then I can mm. hear the air between the vocals and the beat. That's deep. So when you hear a song, what do you hear? And how do you bring the song or the beat under your control so that you're not overpowered by it? Yo, you know what's crazy? I'ma just, I'ma just, I'ma just keep it so real. Okay, so, all right. So you know how you ski, right? Like I, 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 I see, I see how a person not only, all right, if you can ride the beat, and I mean like every instrument, every drop, and make sense, like that's what I listen for. I listen for how you can make sense mm -hmm. while riding that beat. A lot of people can't do that. That's facts. Like if you could catch every instrument, every drop, every pause, that's what I listen for. Like how you catch it and why you catching it. What are you saying? You know what you, know? you reminded me of? Oh my God. Tell you me. know what you reminded me of? You reminded me of Benny Siegel. I'm a ride for my Nick. You remember how he caught that violin? Yes. Yes. Perfect. That's what I'm talking Perfect. about. 
Yes. It you is. Yes. Okay. Yes. Hey, hey, y'all heard it from her. So we come to the last question. Once again, it's an honor to speak to you. And like I said, the lines are always open. Anytime you want to talk, I got you. I work through honesty and commitment. So if you want to work together, you want me to build, build you something special? That's business talk. That's off the camera. Y'all will Yo, see that later. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? But to finish out this uh, first interview, because we have an open door policy. So when that album comes about, I want you back. All right. Yeah, and I'm gonna get on them on 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 that on that tenth on that tenth heritage hip hop album. That's it. Too. No, you are you gonna be on that playlist. Yeah. My my last question for this interview is the most important one for the first interview. Is this? We have a hip hop museum opening up in 2023, right? And 500 years from now, when they look at the Harlem exhibit, somebody's gonna see your 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 name in there, Word. and they're gonna say, "Who's Ken I is? I never heard of her before." And they're going to push a red button and your hologram going to come out. And they're going right. to play your music. So in 500 years, new people are going to hear your voice. My most important question to you for the first interview is this. What is the legacy you leave behind that made the world better because you made hip-hop music? You know what I want people to recognize and remember me by? She was never scared to be herself. Mm. That's it. I tell my son, you could be great at many things, but you have to be great at being comfortable being yourself. You mm. know, I've been around so many people that have been wearing masks all their life. They had a lot of money. They still miserable. I've been more happy than people with everything they wanted in the world. My little struggling artist, struggling mother, struggling everything. I've been happier being myself than being prosperous and being someone else. So that's what I want people to embrace. Be yourself. So with that being said, everybody, the message from today's uh, podcast interview was not just to break an artist. It was her teaching you that the self is the most important thing. And by you yes. being yourself, owning yourself, not only do you have God within yourself, but you show love to the world. Yes. It, always, it was written, blessed are the poor because they would inherit the earth. Poor yes. didn't mean that you didn't have. Poor mean you had understanding and love and knowledge yes. for yourself. So make yes. sure when you create as an artist, as a mother, as a father, as somebody that puts their hands to the work, remember, Sometimes you have to let go to receive the blessings and that knowledge itself will take you to your next level and beyond. With that being said, this is Karev, a heritage hip hop with Ken I is Harlem, New York lyricist and somebody's going to change your outlook on music. And we say peace and we out. Love y'all, love y'all, love y'all. See what I mean? Ken I is, is a person who comes full of energy and full of life. Being yourself is the biggest gift that you could give to life because it shows how artful the most high is by making your personality different and giving you gifts that makes the world better because you show who you are and not try to copycat somebody or something else that's around you or in your area. You influence the bigger area, which is the world, by your own personal light, by showing your own personal gifts and being the independent unique creation the most high made so salute to ken is for bringing that out and salute to you for listening to this interview 
This is Karev of Heritage Hip Hop. Thank you once again for listening to the Heritage Hip Hop podcast. This podcast is available on heritagehiphop.com where we have exclusive music, merch, interviews, podcasts, and blogs that break independent artists continuously throughout the days of the year. We are also available on YouTube. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share, and hit the notification bell for all updates. We are available on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. So wherever you hear this, please give us a five-star review and let us know how you're feeling the podcast. Also, if you catch us on Spotify, we have questions with every interview. All you got to do is answer them and give us some feedback. That's what we do. Heritage Hip Hop is available wherever you stream and get your information. We are on all social media at Heritage Hip Hop, even Clubhouse. So visit and come check us out. With that being said, we'd like to give a shout out to Where Beats Meets Bars, where we met Ken I is, and we want to give a shout out to Keish Chandler, who's running a spectacular program, breaking new artists. So check out Where Beats Meets Bars on Instagram and look for their monthly MC battles and showcases where they break new artists as well. They break the artists we interview them so you get them here on Heritage Hip Hop. Thank you for joining us once again. May the Most High bless you and may hip hop culture not be taken over and succumb to this mainstream garbage. May we make the world better by being individuals, being ourselves and giving the world not only our unique talent but the talent that the Most High gave us to stand out and influence the world. One mic at a time, one message, one song, one beat, one perspective at a time. This is Karev of Heritage Hip Hop saying thank you to the Heat DJs, Fleet DJs, Recap with the Goodfellas, Beyond Mayhem Media, MJ's Hip Hop Connects, and most importantly, you for joining us on this journey. And with that being said, we say peace and we out. <laughs>